This episode is all about being calm. Well, that's right after this rip-roaring theme tune. Welcome to episode 22 of That's a Freebie, titled Master of the Universe. This week, you're going to get an update on my weight loss. I'm going to tell you about the greatest Christmas toy I ever got. We're going to invent a brand new holiday. We're going to talk about some really gross people. And we're going to talk about how we look after ourselves. As promised, I'm going to start this week with a check-in of my weight and current weight loss situation. I weighed myself on the 30th, like I said I would do, and my weight was 203.4 pounds. I was aiming for 200 pounds, so I didn't hit the target that I'd set for myself, which was expected to be truthful. I did say that at the time because I'd had a few setbacks over the previous weeks. Despite not hitting the target, though, I'm still quite happy with what I achieved. I've still lost weight, which is always the goal, right? It feels like I've lost roughly about two inches around my waist, which is better than losing the weight because the weight could just be from muscle mass that I'm gaining from losing actual fat. It might not be, I don't know. We will find out over time. The actual size of my waist has gone down by about two inches. And I used a very scientific method to determine that. I'm usually a 28-inch waist. No, I'm not. That would be much smaller. I'm usually a 38-inch waist. I wish I was a 28-inch waist. I used the very scientific method of putting on a pair of 36-inch waist pants, my older pants. And while they did not fit comfortably, I don't think I could have walked around all day in them. I was able to put them on and fasten them fairly easily. I, I had to stretch a little bit. So maybe I've lost maybe an inch and a half off my waist. I'm happy with that though, because that's what I want to do. I want to bring uh, the waistline down. Essentially, I want to get rid of the gut. I've I've almost got like a bit of a beer belly, which is ironic considering that I don't drink. Is that ironic? I don't know if that's ironic, but it's something. We'll, we'll go with ironic. It's definitely ironic. It's probably not ironic. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to get rid of the actual belly and the additional fat that I've got. I can tell there's a difference. I, I can't grab as much fat as I used to be able to. I know, again, that's not very scientific, but it works for me. I will be continuing the same goal for the remainder of the month. So the last day of December, I couldn't remember what month we were in then. The last day of December, I will be doing another weigh-in and we will see if I've made the goal of... 200 pounds. And if I've maintained the weight of around 203, interestingly, I have gone up to about 204. It was this morning when I, when I last measured. So there is definitely an upward trend there. So I'm going to try and avoid that if I can. However, if I'm still losing fat around my waist, I'm not going to be as bothered as the weight and I may stop obsessing over it quite so much. I don't think I'm actually obsessing over it. I'd probably make it sound more than that, but it is something that I'm using as a guide to tell if I'm putting on additional weight because going up is a bad thing, but maintaining, I'm actually not too bothered about it. If I maintain the same weight I'm at now, roughly around 203 to maybe even 205 on some days, I'm okay with that as long as I'm still losing weight around the belly. I've of course been continuing with exercise. I've been doing daily exercise. 
I do a seven minute workout in the morning. I vary it each day. I did try following a few plans. The best one that I found actually was uh, an application called Fitbot. They sponsor quite a few podcasts that I listen to. So obviously I gave that a try because they were being recommended to me. So it was always in my head when I was trying to think of something. It was quite good. I don't think it's for me because I have the problem of finding, well, not necessarily the time to do it, but the space to do it. I don't want to be doing a workout every morning while the kids are trying to have the breakfast and get ready for school. And at the same time, that then leaves only two days a week where that doesn't happen. And I've only got the space in the bedroom, which is a very small space, really, in the grand scheme of things. So I've been doing things like squats. I've been doing sit-ups. I've been doing uh, a lot of stretches. I've been doing press-ups. There's just about enough space in the bedroom for me to do some press-ups. And that all helps. I can tell the days that I haven't done it in the morning compared to the days where I have done some exercise in the morning. As I've said previously, if I don't get a chance to do the exercise in the morning, I'll do an additional walk before I go into work, usually for about 20 minutes. However, I'm getting faster at that as well now. So that's come down to almost 10 minutes now. So I find myself getting to my location and then having to do like a, a lap around the block uh, just to get a, a little bit more walking timing. And then of course, the problem is it's always raining at the moment and it's freezing. And I'm one of these people where if I put a coat on, I'm unbelievably warm. So I never put my jacket on. So I'm always really, really cold when I'm walking to work in the morning. So I, I need to find a happy in between. I put a hoodie on, obviously. I'm not an idiot walking around out there in a t-shirt, but I'm definitely not layering up enough to keep myself warm. Maybe I just need to put some gloves on. Maybe that's all it is. We'll try that. I, I actually have some gloves in my bag that I never pull out. So we'll give that a try as well. I'm going to continue now with my Christmas stories. Now, this is my favourite one, maybe joint favourite. The last one I'm going to tell you is my favourite Christmas story. But I think this is definitely up there. Maybe just as, what's the word? Just just as one of my go-to Christmas stories, I think, as the, as the last one I'm going to tell you. I'm making it sound like the last one's going to be amazing. It's just a Christmas story. Don't get too excited. This one is the year that I got Castle Grayskull and Snake Mounting. Now, for those of you that don't know what they are, shame on you, but I'm going to tell you what they are anyway. They are the castles from He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So Castle Grayskull is He-Man's castle and Snake Mountain is Skeletor's castle. Now, I was a huge He-Man fan when I was growing up. And I'm talking the original series here, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, not the new one, and then not the new, new one, the very original one, the one with the memes with Skeletor. That version of He-Man is the only version of He-Man. Not that the others weren't actually okay, but that was the best version. I'm willing to fight you on that if you've got any arguments. I had every action figure, except for Teela, the girl, because being a boy back then, it was, I, I mean, people didn't say this to me, but in my head, it was very much a, you're a boy, you don't play with dolls. And I never made the connection that the He-Man figures that I was playing with were dolls. But if it was a girl, it was a doll. And that's how my brain used to work. Right. And I realized now how stupid that was. And I wish I'd have got the Teela action figure because it did mean in a lot of situations, I had to use a stand-in 
I would pretend somebody else was that character when I was playing with them. And I I played with these toys all the time. Like I played with dolls and it's just my little kiddie self didn't get that. So that's the only one I never had. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. I'm, I'm completely telling you a, a fib there. I also didn't have the guy who could change his face to different faces. He was called Manny Faces, M-A-N-E-F-A-C-E-S, Manny Faces, which was obviously a pun on many faces. I didn't have that one because it was super hard to get hold of. Back then, the only shop that sold He-Man figures that I had access to was a shop in the town that I grew up in and it was called Pramland, right? And it was basically, it was just a shop that sold prams. It was a baby shop. It was a, it was a bit like, um, what's that shop called? No, Mamas and Papas. It was a small town version of that, but they sold toys as well. And they always had a stand up, like one of those rotating racks that you get. And they had the He-Man figures on there. And we went in every single week and my mum promised me that if we ever went in and it was there, I could have it no matter what, no matter when, because she knew that's the only one I didn't have. And she'd always been trying to get it me. And it, sadly, it was just never there. I, see, I saw it years later once I'd like, grown up and I was tempted to buy it just for the sake of it. I didn't have any of the other figures then at that point. So there was no point. It wasn't being added to a collection. The reason why this is such a standout memory for me is because it's... So first of all, I had all the figures at this point. Well, apart from those two, I had all the figures, but I never had the castles because we, we weren't a particularly well-off family growing up. Looking back now and knowing what I know about the world and spending money now, my parents clearly just couldn't afford to buy me the castles. Um, Christmas Eve, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had no idea what I was getting for Christmas. I'd not asked for anything, that, not that I can remember. I can't even remember how old I was. I, I must have been. I have a really warped sense of time as well from when I was a child. because, Well, for a few reasons. One, my mum and dad broke up when I was a child. And I remember being eight years old in the house that I lived in with just my mum for the first year. I remember, because I, I don't know why, it's just something in my head. I remember thinking, 1988... I'm eight years old and I'm in this new house. It just stuck in my memory. I think it was my, it was obviously my first birthday in that house. Sometime before I was eight years old, my mum and dad split up. I remember that we lived in the old house for quite a while afterwards. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it was a year or so. But also during that time when I was younger, I also had a illness that left me paralyzed for quite some time. And I was in hospital for, it felt like about 18 months now that I look back on it. In reality, it was probably a lot shorter. Sadly, my mum isn't around anymore to ask and find out exactly how long I was in the hospital. So my time sense of being young is a bit warped anyway. Not that any of this is really relevant to the story, but this is why I don't know exactly how old I was. But my guess is I would have been about five or six because it's a very vivid memory and I don't I don't think I have memories from much earlier than that. So I reckon I was about five or six, right? So anyway, it's Christmas Eve. I wake up. I'm all excited because I know that there's a good chance Father Christmas has been. I don't know what time of night it is. In my head, I'm like, it's morning. I can go downstairs. I can check if he's been. And if he's been, I can go and get mum and dad up. So I creeped down the stairs, step at a time. Now, also, these stairs, we used to have a mat underneath the step before the bottom, which was the alarm. And if you stood on it, it set the house alarm off. And I knew this. So obviously I'm creeping down the stairs. The alarm set. 
because it always was. We always set the alarm at night. There was nothing upstairs that would make the alarm go off. All the sensors were downstairs. And I jumped over the last two steps. I remember landing on the kitchen floor, looking up through the living room door, which was left open. And I could see sat there loads of toys. There was honestly, there was loads. I don't remember a Christmas where I got quite as many toys as that, to be truthful. And I looked across and all I could see was Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain sat there in the boxes, but not wrapped up. Like they were just sat there and I could see what they were on the boxes. And I went, oh, and I bolted up the stairs and I, I didn't set the alarm off. So I must have jumped over the first two steps. I don't even remember this bit. All I remember is getting to my mum and dad's bedroom, bursting through the door, jumping on their bed and going, mum, dad, mum, dad. Father Christmas has been, Father Christmas has been. And all I remember is my mum looking over at me and going, go to bed. <laughs> and I, and I, I, I went, but he's been, he's been. I remember, I remember it vividly. And I was like, but, 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 but he's been, he's been. And then my mum threw the covers up and she said, she, she just went, get in. So I got in between my mum and dad and I fell back asleep. I must've still been tired, obviously. And then I woke up in the morning. Of course, we went downstairs and there they were. And I, it wasn't a dream. Like part of me must have been thinking it must have been a dream. Anyway, they were there. And all I could think about while I was opening all my other toys was, I want to open those. 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 And eventually I finished everything else. I didn't care. About, I don't even remember about anything else that I got that year. It, I'm sure it was all great. And I'm really sorry to those people that bought me great presents and I forgot about them. Come on, Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain. Right, Snake Mountain. I'll try and find some videos on YouTube and I'll send you... I'll, I'll post them in the show notes. I won't send you anything because I don't know who you are. I will post it in the show notes, right? It used to have a microphone that you lifted off and you could talk into it and it, 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 it'd echo and it'd go, you go, I'm going to get you, Iman. But it didn't have batteries or anything, like a, a, a series of springs inside it that made it echo. It was amazing. It was brilliant. And Castle Grayskull had the little drawbridge that went down. And I remember every single time I played with it, I would have to come up with an excuse for that drawbridge to get kicked open. And He-Man come bursting out and attack Skeletor or whoever was attacking him. Best gifts I ever had. I wish I still had them now. Sadly, I don't. I remember years and years later when I was in high school, I still had them. I didn't play with them as much, but I still had them. And I remember coming home from school and they weren't there in my bedroom. None of my He-Man figures or my castles were there. And I remember coming downstairs going, Mum, my, my He-Man figures have disappeared. And she said, yes, I notice you don't play with them very often anymore because you, you've probably grown out of playing with He-Man figures, which was true. So I gave them to your cousin so that he could play with them. And I was devastated. I didn't let it known. I'll be honest. I just sort of went, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. And... I, I, honestly, I was absolutely devastated. I would still have them now if it wasn't for that. And they were great toys. Like my, my son could be playing with them right now. He would have loved them. But no, they were given to my cousin, which was fine. My cousin was basically my best friend growing up. And so it wasn't an issue. I didn't mind him having them necessarily. If I was to choose someone to pass them down to at the time, it would have been my cousin. However, my cousin had a reputation for not being very good at looking after toys. It was a thing that when you went round there, like everything would be destroyed. It's just the way he played. Like he, he just played with toys in that way. Like he would pull them apart and a bit like, I suppose I am now. I pull things apart just to see how it works. But 
back then I, I didn't I sort of grew into that actually as I got into my like early teenage years that's when I started getting interested in tech and taking things apart and computers and things like that he would just rip the arms off toys and things like that and sure enough the next time I went to his house every single one of the figures had been disfigured in some way either been drawn on arms pulled off heads pulled off put onto different figures the snake mountain microphone thing had snapped off and stopped working they were all covered in talc because he decided it had been snowing and poured talc over it and it had all just it it, it had essentially stained the plastic i don't know how but it, it was I, I remember every time i went to his house after that all i could see were these destroyed he-man figures and it really upset me but i just had to put up with it i suppose This week's AI question is, I think, quite possibly my favourite AI question of all of the ones that I've had. And it is as follows. If you could create a new holiday, what would it celebrate and what unique traditions or activities would be involved? Well, I think that holidays themselves are very busy and not really holidays. You think about, take take the, the one that we're currently going into, Christmas. It's a nice time of year everybody's off at the same time so everybody tries to see everybody everybody has to have this really big meal everybody gets gifts for one another so all most holidays are these days are commercialized things that mean you have to spend money you have to spend time and you have to well you have a whole bunch of obligations so what i would like to do if i was to create a holiday now i first thought i'd call it a lost day and it's a day. No, it's not a day where you go and watch Lost because that'd be torture for everybody. No, it's a day where you don't do anything, like an actual holiday where you don't have to do anything. However, I decided that I would expand it and make it three days. And the whole idea is during the during those three days, and I thought a good time for this would be the end of January or maybe the middle of January. It kind of depends on your feelings about it. So for us in the UK, obviously, we've got Christmas, then we've got New Year. Just before that, we've had the big summer school holidays or the summer holidays for everybody else. It doesn't have to be a school holiday, I suppose. So you've probably been on holiday or you've had some kind of holiday. In between that, like the guys in the US have got uh, Thanksgiving. There's all kinds of things going on around the world around that time of year. So it's quite a busy time of year. So it would be actually quite nice if you could have a bit of a break after it all to actually have a break. So that's why I'm thinking end of January. I think having a holiday around that time would be quite good, but it's almost a forced holiday. A And I know, I know this isn't going to be great for everybody. There's issues there as well of people getting stuck at home with people that are not very nice to them. Let's say there are issues with people who don't want to be alone. I get it. The logistics of it could all be worked out at a later date and there could be provisions put in place for that kind of thing. Every holiday has problems like that in that some people just don't want to celebrate it. But my ideal holiday would be three days where you can just do nothing. Or better than you can just do nothing, you have to do nothing. Nothing's allowed to open, like nothing at all. And again, I've realised there are things that can't shut down, like emergency services, power plants, all kinds of stuff like that. So they could take it at a different time of the year or and, and they have like filler staffing. I don't know. There's ways around it. We would work it out. But nothing's allowed to open, so there's no retail, so that all the people who work in retail don't miss out on it because that's what happens all the time because everybody during any holiday, all they want to do is go shopping and then complain that there's no staff when they go shopping. And yes, it's because 
people who work in retail need a holiday as well. So yeah, lost days or lost week, whatever you want to call it, where you can do nothing. And the traditions would be things like actually having some family time together. You could play some games. That would be the greatest thing in the world. Three days of just playing games with your family. Yes, you'd be ready for it to be over by the end of it, but at least you had some bonding time. And then there could be, I don't know, a Lost Days movie that comes on uh, every year. Maybe even a special of whatever the great TV show is at the moment. For example, you could do a Doctor Who special. I picked that because it's timely. There's uh, There's been new Doctor Who episodes out this last couple of weeks. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think we should implement it. And if you vote for me, for Prime Minister, I'll find a way to make it happen. I've got a real nasty gripe for you this week. This one's been on my list for quite some time, but every week I push it back because something happens and I go, oh, actually, that's going to be my gripe of the week this week. But this one, I can't put it off any longer because I've been seeing it more and more often and it's it's not it's not good and people need to stop doing it. And it's when people don't wash their hands after they've peed or pooed for that matter. Now, I'm obviously talking mostly about in public places here, but still, you should wash your hands at home too. Now, this could be a men thing. I don't know because I don't hang around the women's toilets. But whenever you go to the bathroom in a public place, in a public toilet, and you will find there are always going to be people in there. And unfortunately, it's a lot of people who don't wash their hands. So people, I'm asking you now, if you're out somewhere and you're with anyone who goes to the toilet, when they come back, say to them, did you wash your hands? Because if you didn't, that's gross. Because I am telling you, I have seen it many, many times. Guys go to the bathroom, they have a pee, they don't wash their hands, they leave, and then they go and sit down back in the restaurant that they're in or whatever, the fast food place, and they start eating the food again. And they're sharing it with other people. They're like, oh, do you want one of my chips or whatever? It happens more often than you'd think. It's gross. Wash your damn hands. That's it. I'm not saying anymore because there's nothing more needs to be said. If you don't think that it's gross that you don't wash your hands, there's something wrong with you. I'm going to do something different for the next few weeks for the pick of the week. Now, the pick of the week is going to be a continuation every single week of the same theme. That theme is going to be self-care. Now, the reason I've picked this is because this time of year, a lot of people do struggle and you'll see adverts on TV. You'll see all kinds of things. People have lost loved ones at this time of year. People often will feel alone at this time of year because they don't have anybody to celebrate with. Sometimes it is just that they they don't like to get involved in Christmas or the holidays, whatever you want to call it. But it is important that we keep an eye on everybody around us all the time, really. This time of year, particularly, because it is a difficult time of year for a lot of people. You've even got things like the way the weather's changing and the amount of light that we're getting. It causes seasonal depression in people. Please be on the lookout for anybody that you feel might just need to have a talk or even just a, a quick check in to say, is everything going okay if you want to talk? I'm starting off with meditation. The reason I picked meditation is because it's something that you can do for free. It's very, very helpful. It really is helpful. If you haven't tried it, do try it. It can also be done anywhere and it can be done however you like. I will post some links to some tools to help with meditation in the show notes. I've done meditation for a long, long time now. I've been meditating almost daily 
for about four or five years easily. I was going through a particular tough time at the time and somebody suggested that meditation might be something that would help me just center myself and help myself reset when I'm starting to feel either down or overwhelmed and it, it worked. And the thing that I learned is meditation isn't about sitting there with your legs crossed going, mm. it really isn't. And it has a bad reputation for people thinking that it's kooky and it's really not. It's, it is simply about clearing your mind. You can do it anywhere. When I started meditating, I would do it on the bus when I was on my way into work. I'd just sit there or wherever I was on the bus, I'd close my eyes and I'd start a timer on my phone for, I did a minute to start with. I start a timer on my phone for a minute and I closed my eyes and I just tried to sit there quietly for about a minute. And at first I did find that it was helpful, but I didn't, I was always worried that I wasn't doing it correctly and that I should be breathing in a particular way or I should be chanting a mantra in my head or something like that. I started looking for help and I used an application uh, on my phone at the time called Calm. That's C-A-L-M, just in case my really broad northern accent doesn't allow you to understand what I'm saying properly there. Yeah, calm it was called. And what it taught me was that it's okay to do it wrong because there isn't a right way. It is just about trying to keep your mind clear. And the biggest thing that I've, I've learned over time is when you're meditating, thoughts will creep into your head and you'll start having these little scenarios in your head, just like you do during the course of a regular day. You'll start thinking, oh, what shall I make for tea tonight? Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking stuffed peppers might sound good. Um, and before you know it, you, your head's just gone and you start thinking of everything. But the point is not to get angry with yourself when that happens. It's to just go, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing that. And push the thought away. And what I do is when I meditate and that happens and it still happens to me now, even after all these years of doing it, in my head, I go, no. And when I say that, that's my cue in my head. I say no. And it just, I just stopped thinking about the thought. And it, I found that now I can probably meditate for about maybe five minutes and I could genuinely not have a single thought in my head, which is surprisingly an amazing experience. It honestly does help. I know it sounds kooky and it sounds crazy, but it makes a big difference. And I do it every single morning. I sometimes I don't even I don't even get up. I lie in bed, I close my eyes and I don't allow myself to have a thought. Or if I do have a thought, I push it out of my head. And it surprisingly helps you organize your thoughts, which doesn't make sense because you're not thinking at the time. But once you snap yourself out of it, once you come out of the meditation, it's really hard to describe. But things can be clearer. But more importantly, you're centered. You're ready for the day. You've not allowed all of those nagging thoughts that creep into your mind. Like it, when you first open your eyes in the morning, everything's clear and everything's great. And you're like, hello world. And then everything jumps into your head. All of the bad stuff that's been going on, because it's always the bad stuff that you're thinking about. You're never thinking about the good stuff unless you choose to. And it's all the bad stuff runs into your head and you go, oh, good God, no, I've not got that money that I needed. Or I've not managed to buy that Christmas present or any number of things. It really does help. I'm not going to go on about it much more just to let you know the tools that you can use are so you can you can obviously download an application for your phone you can uh, get videos on youtube you can there's an app on nearly every smartwatch out there that will allow you to just set a timer for a couple of minutes and and just sit quietly 
without your thoughts. That's the key is pushing your thoughts out. And then you can move on to things like doing, there's a, there's a meditation called a body scan where you pay attention to every single part of your body and you think, what is this part of my body telling me? And that is remarkable. I learned so many things about, like I, I didn't realize that I was, uh, I had pain in my hip until I actually paid attention to it. And I realized what it was and it was just adjusting the way I walked. That's all I needed to do. I went to the doctor over it and they're like, yep, you're putting a lot of weight on that side. You need to adjust the way you're walking. And it improved. And these applications, these videos that are on YouTube or even audio series are on YouTube. I'm sure there's podcasts as well. I will try to link to as many things as I can do in the show notes. I will do my best for you and put as many things in there as I can. And of course, as always, if you do need help, reach out to somebody. I'll put... uh, a few links to some charities in there as well that can help. It makes a difference and you make a difference. Do ask for help if you need it. To close off the show this week, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about the time I was trying to become a magician. When my son was born, I wanted to have something to teach him growing up. And I thought it'd be cool if I could learn magic because it'll be really entertaining when it comes to his birthday parties. His friends will be like, wow, his dad's amazing. He knows magic. And I, I'm, it turns out I wasn't very good at it. I'm just, I've not got the hands for it. I, I, I'm not quick. I'm not subtle. It's like, there's just nothing there, right? I cannot do magic. And the only thing I can do is pretend to pull my finger off. And everyone can do that, right? During this time, though, when I was trying to practice magic i was trying to practice card tricks actually i met a guy who used to be a magician he was he was advertising as a teacher of magic and when i contacted him he's like i can't do it anymore i was like why he's like oh well i've lost all my magic i was like oh whoa that's terrible i said what do you even call a magician who's lost all of his magic and he said ian (laughs) 